Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 363 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This episode is part four of this four-part series about each year of your high school career. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is one of the many free and inexpensive recruiting education resources provided by the Recruit Me Education Company. In episode 359, we celebrated the three-year anniversary of me buying and becoming the owner and CEO of Recruit Me and the host of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. In that episode, I reviewed the 10 most listened to episodes that I have done in those three years. Two of the 10 episodes were 207 and 209. Those two episodes were part of a four-part series that I did in July and August of 2020. The series was moderated by the Recruit Me founder and original The Athletic Scholarship Podcast host, John Fugler. The four-part series covered what to do for your recruitment during your freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior years of high school. Both John and I share valuable advice in those four episodes. Go back and listen to episodes 207, 208, 209, and 210. Today I'm going to revisit one of those episodes from that original four-part series and give you a review of what you need to do each year of high school. These items are basics that all recruits need to do. These yearly items are good for any sport at any level. These are foundations to build your whole recruiting journey on. Now, as I have said many, many times on the Athletic Scholarship Podcast episodes, if there are a thousand student athletes, then there will be a thousand different recruiting journeys. So take these basics and build your own individual paths based on your sport, your skills, your gender, your height, weight, and strength. Also, your wants and needs in a college setting and your academics. And those are just to name a few of the hundreds of factors. Episodes 360, 361, and 362 cover the first three years of your high school career and what to do each year to get yourself recruited. Recruit Me's philosophy about recruiting is that the college coaches want to hear from you, the prospective student-athlete, and not from parents or recruiting services. The Recruit Me philosophy pushes you to take charge of your own recruiting journey and to think about what you want in a college experience, to do research on colleges and sports programs, and to make contacts with college coaches and market yourself. Recruit Me says the ultimate way to coordinate your recruitment is to start as you enter your freshman year and build up your education on recruiting to prepare for the time that you are a college prospect. If you are in your senior year of high school, you are probably in one of two situations. Number one, you are still looking to get recruited. And number two, you have committed and are preparing to finish high school and enter college. Let's get into your senior year of high school. As I have said on every other episode of this series, academics is a subject that you will still need to pay attention to. Your academics will, in a majority of situations, get you the most scholarship money, and you definitely won't get any money if you are not eligible. Continue meeting with your high school counselor and review your courses, your GPA, and your class rank. All of these will affect your college opportunities. Another scholarship money opportunity may be your SAT or ACT test scores. If you haven't taken one of these tests by now, you need to. Because of COVID, some schools have gone away from requiring these standardized tests, but most haven't. 
Also, a school may not require a test score, but remember you are trying to impress a coach and show a coach your worth. Many coaches have recruited for years on these test scores and may in their own mind lean on these to find student-athletes that they feel will be successful in the classroom and on the field, the court, the pitch, or the pool. Remember, coaches are looking for players and no headaches. If you have taken your test and the schools you are interested in can give you more money with a higher score, then retake the test and improve not only on your score, but your chance with that school. Take advantage of any testing resources your high school offers or check around and see if there's a local test tutor that could help you. A small time and money investment can pay off big. If you haven't committed to a college, then keep working on adjusting your parameters list, your school contact list, and your introductory packet. Keep adjusting your updates to coaches that you are still talking to, and don't burn any bridges or ghost any schools. Update coaches with academic and athletic awards that come your way. Keep doing research on colleges and their sports programs. Reconsider schools you may not have been interested in before, and check out other levels of play that you may not have considered. If you have decided on your school, then you can sign your national letter of intent or the equivalent paper based on the level of play. Go back and listen to episode 336 for all the information about the NIL and the commitment signing rules. Don't make your college choice just to be able to sign a commitment and post it on social media. Make a choice because the choice is good for you and your future. Also, if you have committed, contact the schools that you have had been in serious talks with. Tell them that you are going to a different school before you post your commitment on social media. Let them know with a phone call or a text. Again, don't burn any bridges, especially with all the transfer portal opportunities out there now. If you are going to a junior college, then letting the four-year schools know where you will be is a great idea. Contacting coaches like this could have big benefits later if coaching changes happen or even if you go into your post-college life in business. Speaking of continuing and learning how to communicate, send handwritten notes to thank teachers, counselors, coaches, administrators, and other people that have helped you during your recruiting journey. There are a lot of reasons to do this step, but to narrow it down, the main reason is that it is the right thing to do. In your senior year, apply for scholarships. There are many local, statewide, regional, and nationwide scholarships that you might be eligible for. A $500 Rotary Scholarship or a $1,000 essay scholarship on why you're proud to be from your state can help you pay for some of those extra expenses that college brings. If you don't apply for these scholarships because you, as a student athlete, don't see the need, then apply for them because your parents have spent a lot of time and money over the last 10 years hauling you all over the place. Your high school counselor can point you to many of these extra scholarships. Also, if you haven't committed and can get money this way, then you might be able to walk on somewhere or get a chance to play at a school that had no athletic money for you. In your senior year, your family will need to fill out the FAFSA forms, F-A-F-S-A forms. These are online government tax forms that see if you qualify for federal aid and college loans. Whether you have committed to a college or not, continue to keep up your grades and apply as needed to college. Sometimes applying even before you commit and getting accepted can boost your recruitment. I've seen student athletes not keep up their grades in their senior year and then not get accepted or lose academic money. Don't take your senior year off academically. Take classes that might get you college credits or help you test out of basic college courses. 
Having college credits as you enter college can save you both time and money in college and also keep you from taking too many hours, especially during the sports season. Just because you commit to a college doesn't mean that you can coast your senior year academically. The same thing goes athletically. Keep working hard athletically. As I had a coach say to me, I have never seen a freshman come in too strong. Entering college physically prepared is a key to gaining playing time early. If you commit before your high school season, be a good teammate and take care of your business. When you commit to a college, opposing players put a target on your back. They say, I want to get a hit off that future college pitcher or score a goal on that future college soccer player. Your college may give you workout instructions, diet instructions, or skills drills. Do them, but be the best high school teammate that you can be. Toward the end of your senior year, ask your high school counselor to upload your final official transcript and after graduation, your proof of graduation. And you need to request your final amateur certification on the eligibility centers after April 1st. Keep your social media clean and respectful. Scholarships and spots on a team may be revoked if controversial items show up your senior year. Speaking of social media, keep an eye out on coaching changes. If you haven't committed or signed a national letter of intent, a college coach opens opportunities that may not have been there before. Players tend to transfer out when coaching changes happen. Oh, also watch for transfers or the transfer portal. Spots on teams open and close rapidly. Be alert and ready to contact colleges if this happens. During your senior year, you must be able to ask coaches directly if they have or will have spots and scholarships available. As a senior in high school, you probably know or have played against or with players that were one or two years older that you could contact and ask how their experience is and find out if there are any spots available on their team or the teams they play against. By now, you probably know what level or levels of college sports that you can play your game. Remember, the NAI level can have you come and practice or try out on campus in front of the coaches. If you want to play NCAA Division I but are not quite there yet or are not getting Division I attention, then look at two-year schools or junior colleges. JUCOs give you an opportunity to play one or two years against players your own age, and you may get more playing time earlier than what you might have at a four-year school. Continue to watch college games on TV, internet, or live. Take notes on what it takes to play your sport in college. The height, the weight, the speed, the strength, and the skills of the players. You need to understand what you are getting yourself into and be ready for the challenge. Understand that your high school facilities may be better than some college facilities, and you may play in front of more fans in high school than you might play for in college. Be prepared mentally and physically to step onto a college campus, court, and field. I have covered a lot of senior information today. Whether you're still looking for a college fit or if you have made a choice, you still have many, many important items to do your senior year. The key is to keep working and to keep learning. Use the resources that you have found and built to prepare for your college entrance. Stay constant on working hard academically and athletically, whether you have committed to a college or not. Revisit your ACT or SAT test scores Keep researching colleges and adjust your college parameters and school list. Write notes to thank anyone that helped you throughout your recruiting journey. Take advantage of local and regional non-athletic scholarships to help pay for college expenses. Finalize your amateur status and send your final transcripts and graduation info to your college. 
mind for coaching changes or players that you may know to find open roster spots if you haven't committed. Reconsider NAIA, junior colleges, Division II or Division III schools if you haven't received any attention from NCAA Division I schools. Go back and review items from the last three The Athletic Scholarship Podcast episodes, episodes 360, 361, and 362, to make sure that you have covered all of your bases. You can re-listen to these episodes on your favorite podcast app or on recruit-me.com. Also take advantage of the Recruit Me free and inexpensive recruiting resources, the free Recruit Me Power Pack, and the free Recruit Me Monthly Newsletter. The ultimate resource is the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. You can get this 200-plus page resource for only $39 on the recruit-me.com website. If you have any questions or comments, just email me, brent at recruit-me.com. You can also catch some posts about recruiting on Twitter, at RecruitMe13, and on the Baseball Blue Book under RecruitMe or under Brent Hanks. Thank you for listening, and like and share the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Join me next Tuesday for another 15 minutes that will change your athletic scholarship future. 